0: That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Well, Singapore shares began trading in the negative territory today, tracking overnight losses on Wall Street. So in early trade, the Straits Times Index was down 0.6% to 3,116 points, some 72 million. Million securities change tens in the broader market. Now, numbers on the SGX are still firming up, but here's what I have on my screen. The Straits Times Index down 0.92% at 3,106 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 816 million Sing dollars. The gainers throat loses 233 versus 356. Top five movers by value we have here DBS, Singtel, OCBC, SIA, and UOB. And heavily traded securities included C-Trim, Singtel, and Capital World. Now, in terms of companies to watch, we do have OCBC, 21.4% increase in net profit for the third quarter. Now, elsewhere from ST Engineering to First Resources and Meta, striking that deal with Tencent to sell VR headsets in China, more corporate headlines in focus. Not to mention, Jerome Powell's comments at the IMF will also be in focus. And joining me on the line is Sunny So Lee. Technical Analyst, Capital Markets and investor Education at SIAS Sunny, welcome
1: Hi Tian Tian. thanks for having me back on the show
0: Great to have you And let's start with something a little bit different right? Fed Chair Jerome Powell, he spoke at the IMF conference He warned that he will not hesitate to hike interest rates further to bring prices down Is the current hiking cycle near an end? Are we at an end or are we not even close yet? Uh, your thoughts?
1: Mm. That's a very good question. I think a lot of investors are asking this themselves also. But yes, the Fed chair did make some very strong comments yesterday at the conference. And in particular, he said the FOMC committee is not confident that it has tightened the policy sufficiently to a restrictive stance needed to bring inflation back down to 2%. So this dealt a blow to the bets on the sooner rate cuts rather than the later rate cuts and signaled that the Fed is not ready to close the curtain yet on the rate hikes. So the remark actually forced traders to cool their bets on the uh, sooner rate cuts and with the rate cuts now expected in June of next year rather than in May according to the uh, Fed Fund's futures pricing. I would say compared to a year ago, I believe we are closer to the end of the current rate hiking cycle rather than further away from it. But with the US still in a Goldilocks environment where the real resilient economic growth and stable earnings are still coming through, but we are now just caught in the tailwinds of this End of the interest rate hike cycle.
0: Sunny, how did the movements on Wall Street really filter down to the STI today? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers, say Jardine Matheson, after that latest earning release?
1: I think on our latest benchmark STI index, definitely we are tracking the fall from the overnight from Wall Street. We are down about 1.18% for this whole week. And this contrasts with the 2.67% gain that we saw last week, largely due to the US Fed causing their interest rate high in the previous meeting. And the biggest winner this week I saw on our STI index uh, includes SEMCorp Industry, which was up more than 4.3% this week, and VentureCorp also up more than a 2 0.7% this week as well. On Jardine Matheson, I think the holding company with interest in retail, property, hotels and even motor dealerships, its latest earnings was just marginally above the same quarter last year. And one of its holding, Astra, reported a 12% increase in underlying earnings in the third mm. quarter driven by growth in its automotive division. And for Hong Kong Land, another of their holdings underlying profit in the third quarter was lower year on year. But DFI profit uh, jumped 80%, so that more more or less make up for the loss of the Hong Kong Land, the the profit uh, that was lower in Hong Kong Land. So as a result, I think the holding company said they expect its underlying profit for second half of the year to be broadly in line with what was in the second half last year. And they remain confident in the economic resilience of this market, which is well positioned to benefit from their recovery. And their shares are down 2.37% this week, closing just below the $40 mark.
0: All right, and let's zoom in on OCBC for today. As Sunny reporting their 21.4% rise in Q3 net profit, of course on the back of record growth in net interest income. But question really is for how long can this be sustained?
1: Yes, how long can this be sustained? So let let's look a bit at the numbers. Yeah. These are really good numbers coming from OCBC and they are in line with the other two uh, major local banks as well, posting profits increased thanks to a boost from the uh, higher global interest rate. So OCBC third quarter profit bid analyst estimate with net income rising 21% to $1.8 from a year ago. Their CEO also raised the net interest margin target to around 2.25% for the whole year of 2023, as she pointed to the strong performance across their banking, wealth and insurance businesses. I'm expecting this year record level of profits to continue through to 2024 next year Mm. with the higher for longer rates supporting the margins for local banks, which are very well capitalized. I think UOB uh, CEO also said that the lending margins will likely stay at the current elevated level for next year as well. So hearing this is a bit of an ouch over there for people like me servicing our mortgage loans.
0: Right. And from OCBC, uh, Sunny, I know um, it's a bit painful here, right? But let's take a look at ST Engineering and First Resources, right? ST Engineering, 9% on year increase in revenue to uh, 2.4 billion Sing dollars for the third quarter ended September. If you look at palm oil producer First Resources, not so good news out there. Q3 underlying net profit down 56% to around 51 million US dollars. Which one really stood out to you today?
1: I think the uh, first resources uh, reported of its uh, net profit uh, falling 56%, and that came in more as a bit of a surprise. Mm. I'll come to that later. Let's touch on, let's touch on the ST Engineering first. Sure. Not only did they report an increase in revenue for the third quarter, their first nine-month revenue also rose 12% year-on-year to 7.3 billion. Mm. And their revenue grew by a double digit percentage growth across most of their businesses, like their commercial uh, aerospace segment, which reported a 30% increase in contributions to 2.8 billion from 2.2 billion a year ago. So, this comes as no surprise as we continue to see the strong recovery in the aviation sector as well as its other businesses. But for first resources, their Q3 underlying net profit falling 56% to 51 million, as you mentioned. Their nine month sales also fell 22.3% year on year to 697 million. Well, their EBITDA also fell 44% to 250 million. The dip in the figures were due mainly to the lower palm oil prices compared to the record price that we saw in the year before. And for the first three quarters of 2023, the group saw an improvement in production volume, although sales volume were impacted by a net inventory buildup of 50,000 tons mm. and compared to a net drawdown of 14,000 in the same period last year. Sales volume for the nine months in 2023 saw improvement year on year due to the effect of a larger build up in inventory from the temporary ban of exports last year. So the underlying net profit falling uh, really came in as a surprise to me.
0: Hmm, Right. And let's take a look at one international headline before we let you go, Sunny. A little bit of a surprise there, but the Wall Street Journal reported that Meta has struck a deal with Tencent, and that is to sell a new low-cost VR headset in China. And really comes as Meta tries to return to a market where Facebook and Instagram remain blocked. And if I recall Mark Zuckerberg, he has been wanting to enter China for a very long time, if I'm not mistaken. How significant is this for Meta?
1: Yes, I can really hear Mark Zuckerberg shouting that finally we are getting into China. (laughs) So yes, he really wants to get a foothold into China, which is the world's second largest economy right now. And to be exact, he has been waiting for 14 years already since Facebook and Instagram were banned and shut out over there since, uh, I think, 2009. Okay, but we know that um, this can be overcome using a VPN network, but we are not discussing that today. Okay. The agreement with Tencent Holdings uh, will make the world's largest video game company, which is Tencent, the exclusive seller of uh, Meta's headsets in China. So this will offer matter a major new market to look at as it looks to boost its uh, tepid, uh, global sales in the niche gear. So Tencent will start selling the headset beginning uh, late 2024. I believe that is a Q3 or Q4. But it isn't clear yet whether Tencent needs to seek formal approval from the government to mm. introduce the device offering the VR content on the platform. And So as we know earlier, Beijing has tightened the regulation for video games as well as other uh, digital content. So this could create some hurdles those in the deal and things can change and in the deal, Meta will be taking a bigger share of the device sales, while Tencent would take more of the content and service revenue, such as the software or app subscription. So while this may be a good news for Meta and Mark Zuckerberg for finally getting into China and mm. getting a foothold and exposure to the large consumer market there, but the deal, uh, whether it turns out to be a favorable deal, remains to be seen because on the regulation front, there is still some hurdle that we need to clear before we get some clarity.
0: Right, I guess the devil is always in the details. Thanks a lot Sunny for joining us. That was Sunny, so lead technical analyst, capital markets and investor education at CIAS. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3.
1: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.